0: Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLam. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm your host, James McLam. I'm here again with Sarah Beth McLam, my daughter and recent graduate from North Carolina State University. Looking forward to being a teacher this year in the public school classrooms in North Carolina. How are you doing, Sarah?
1: Well, with that introduction, um, public schools, I sound crazy, but I'm doing pretty well. (laughs) Oh, I'm sitting
0: here. (laughs) Sarah Beth, I'm gonna ask you a question, be truthful with me. Do you think you had a crazy cool, that that you have a crazy cool family?
2: Well, um,
1: I would say crazy, yes. Um, Cool. Yes, hey. crazy cool. Not sure. You have a shirt from the mountains that say um, "This crazy family." I promise I'm not the crazy one. I'm the cool one, or something. That's <laughs> yeah,
0: I do have mountains. a T-shirt like that. That's something like that. Well, today I interviewed uh, for our show Don and Suzanne Manning, and I just want to tell you that this was one of my favorite interviews I have ever done. They had started a nonprofit called Crazy Cool Family. And Crazy Cool Family has a mission. I really, I really want to read what they what they said. They said, the strength of your family will be determined by the strength of your family relationships. And their goal is to help you rethink and redo your family. So it is focused first on a family that God wants you to have, where you love each other and have a God-inspired purpose in your life. They have resources that they provide for families that are amazing. If anyone out there works with families or are in a family, which would be all of us, you need to listen to this podcast. You need to go to their site. We've got lots of links down in the show notes that are related to the things that that they are willing to share with you and site for you. You're gonna love our interview with the Mannings of Crazy Cool Family. John Suzanne, welcome to the Gen Z Show. Thank you. So, thank you so much for agreeing to be my guest today. <laughs> sure.
1: Thanks for inviting well, us.
0: Well, let's do a shout out to our mutual friends, David and Kanya Wright. Uh, they really we love the
1: rights. Yes, they.
0: If you want to know some right people, they are the right people.
2: To know, <laughs> exactly, so. that's right. They they even, Mr. and Mrs. That's Wright. what they call themselves in their in their marriage. That they're excellent coaches. marriage coaches. They've helped us so much over the last few years with our marriage, and we're so grateful to them. Yeah, we've been. I've
0: been friends with the Rights almost nine years, uh, Kanye and David, and. Uh, we met at a certification class years ago, and David and I have been to a lot of conferences and stuff together and had op- opportunity to share. and i david is is working with us now to to build a content uh, of that we're doing in a project. But thank you guys for being here. and and David really said, he said, james, if if you're going to create resources for future youth coaches, people who want to invest their time in helping youth, you need to connect with the crazy, cool family people. No, and I'm wow. like, First off, when he said that, I thought he was talking, to, I thought he was just describing you. These are crazy cool people. Uh, we're, we're crazy cool,
2: yeah. <laughs> but
0: then he said, go to crazycoolfamily.com. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we we okay, nail well, so thank you goes. guys.
2: Well, you know, people, people ask us how we came up with that name because some people even say, I don't want my family to be yeah, crazy. Yeah, well,
1: it's but, enough crazy. Yeah,
2: but well, well, the reason we came up with that is because it's, it's, as we raised our seven kids, we started to say, Hey, this really is a crazy, cool deal. Crazy in that different God's ways are different. And, and they really are. He asked us to do some crazy things to build a family and to build our lives and cool. Just because when you raise a godly family and and families working well, it's just the coolest thing you ever do. It's set
1: apart. It's something you want to be involved with or a part
2: of. And so, yeah. Yeah. So there's, that's why it's crazy. Cool.
0: Well, what was the inspiration for this? What, what started this whole idea of we want to get together and and, and create an organization to help families be crazy and cool? Right.
2: Well, it started with as we had more and more kids, we had to figure out how to play zone instead of man to man and how to figure (laughs) all this out. I mean, it was it it really was crazy. We were going, we were overwhelmed as parents, and really just asking a lot of parents about. how they did it. And we were reading and going to seminars and doing all those things. And then uh, over time, as our kids grew up, people started asking us those same questions. We had godly teenagers and they were saying, hey, what are you guys doing? What's different? And it it just developed a heart in us to say, God's given us a gift of family. He's given us this precious gift of a family that gets along, a family where the kids love Jesus. And so we just start asking the Lord, what, what do we do? What was, how do we summarize what we've learned to give back to the generation coming back? We feel blessed by the Lord and, and so grateful to the people that went before us and taught us so many things that we th- started thinking about how do we give back? And we've always just loved family. And so it was a, it was just a way that we were able to uh, minister. We just felt like that's where God was leading us in our ministry.
0: Mm. So, you come up with this concept and your idea. How did it move into being the in the format that it is right now?
2: Yeah. So um,
0: it started with a book. So we read, we wrote a book, Crazy Cool Family.
2: Well, even before that, though, really what happened was we yeah, we true. developed a class for yeah. church. So yeah, we it came okay. out yeah. ministry. So we, we just decided, we said, okay, where's God going with this? And this was 12, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we just developed a class right. that we, a 12-week class that is the, still what we teach today, but refined. And then we, start, we just started doing that to whoever would listen at our church, at our Christian school or wherever, whoever would listen to us. And, um, and then we were, I was actually, uh, one of the elders of our church just said, man, you guys should really write a book. And we were like, man, I was like, I work for a living. We got seven kids. Lord, I have no, we have no margin to write a book. There's no (laughs) way it could ever happen. But God orchestrated some things where I could take a step back from my career. Our kids were getting a little older. So Suzanne was able to give some margin as well. And we just sat down and started to, over the course of about a year and a half in about 2017, and we hired an author to help us. And we wrote our book, Crazy Cool Family.
1: And what's neat about the book is that, like Don said, we have seven kids, four daughters and then three sons. And that's just how God lined it up, which is such a sweet gift. But they helped us write the book. So in the book, you've got Don will write a, a, his perspective of the situation. And then a couple of the kids will have written their perspective of the situation too. And so it's it's kind of a, an all around um, idea of what we think or how family perceives different situations. Well, and
2: even that, James, it was like- like um, I, I we, we just involve our family in everything we do. It's one of the things we teach families is we ask our kids. We, so that when we started to write a book, we said, what should we write? And so, yeah. and, and and I said, I don't have the margin. So said, all
1: the stuff you messed up on.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but Molly, our oldest daughter, she started writing the book. And so she wrote like 5,000 words of material, you know? And, and so, wow. and that led me to think, and Suzanne and I talked about, Hey, we need to take this and incorporate it into our book. Well, then all the other kids wanted to play along too, and so it became this, you know, <laughs> you made the younger ones play. Yeah, 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 exactly. The boys, the girls were much more interested than the boys. But that led to our book, and then after that, we uh, and what the book allowed us to do is really hone our message, is to make right. it and you know where we're going to talk about the two keywords, the three key commitments, our crazy cool family house, our family dashboard, all these things, all these because we wanted to give people simple illustrations that are profound truths but are simple illustrations so we can remember them. And when we're in the throes of parenting, as you have been there, James, and, and you know that, and all our parents have been there and young people are going to be there, you remember those things. And so, um, but that led to us forming a 501 C3, crazy cool family. And then as we talk to young people and focus groups and things are like, it's all about video. Yes. It's all about audio. It's all about you know we, we read some, but we listen and watch a lot, and so that led us to create uh, our podcast, and then eventually our membership site, which we call Base Camp, where we mm-hmm. put all our core teachings there. So that's kind of how all the ministry evolved, and and we I guess I'll just summarize it too to say that years ago uh, God gave us a calling for family. Right. He gave us a calling for children. He gave us a, and I think God works in waves and themes. And that's just been a theme of our uh, we've always loved family. We did children's ministry at our church for 15 years. We just mm-hmm. always have done things to invest in family. And this is just a continuation of where God's working. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. That's so exciting to see
0: that. It's so exciting to see how God has just kind of led you through that and opened these doors that you weren't looking for. I love it when that happens. You know, and then that you're able to take advantage of opportunities. And I wasn't thinking I was gonna be doing that. Would, <laughs> somebody come to you 20 yeah. years ago and said hey you guys are going to have a platform a worldwide platform in which you're going to be able to teach god's truth to people about their family you probably would have thought okay uh right. all right, all
2: right. <laughs> yeah just taking it one step at a time
0: yeah we probably thought that would have been something some already established organization would be doing not not us in there so
2: well and and you just like with your podcast i mean couldn't have happened 20 years ago. We didn't have the technology yeah. that allows people like us that just have a. And you know, we didn't create anything as much as we just co- compartmentalized it into a message. It's no, right. it's not something we thought of. It, well, it comes from scripture <laughs> first, but it also comes from the the lessons we've learned from so many parents and books we've read and conferences, and kind of honed it into a message that we hope can help parents uh, not have to go. Out to all those places, but go to a source and right. say, "Oh, well, this is how we can do it," making it easier for parents.
0: Right. That is so. That is a great concept. Just make the the opportunities to learn easier for people.
2: Right. Um, and and that people. was a big focus of ours. Is that I mean, and there's so many different philosophies of family and things like that. And, and what we found was is that when you ask Jesus what was most important about life, he said in Matthew 22, he said relationships. He said, love God, love others. He didn't say, hey, so many parents focus on obedience. Jesus didn't focus on obedience. He focused on love. And, and obedience came from love rather than love comes from obedience. And we just started, that was a big shift in our parenting. And really, I always say that my wife knew it years before I did. But uh, I always say I learned, uh, you know, everything I learned about parenting is from God and my wife, not necessarily in that order. And, you know, and so we, that um, we started to shift and just focus on connecting with our kids rather than controlling them, and all of a sudden we saw great results. Because when we connected with their hearts and we connected them to Jesus, they started living a life for themselves, and they became so much easier to parent. I mean, wouldn't you say that's that a good summary?
1: Yes, I would. And I just think that even to. To, to build off of that as well, it, it's about the relationships. And even going back to how Crazy Cool Family came into existence, we um were very dependent on the relationships, on the families that had gone before us, that had mm-hmm. raised godly children, that had raised kids that loved them and had a good relationship with them. And we basically cornered them into our house and said, How did you do it? And what did you do? And that's what Crazy Cool Family is. That's what our our, our base camp is. That's what our our book is about, it's about our experiences is that we've had our successes and our failures and that we want to share them with with the parents out there so that they now have somebody to go to. I think that as the world's gotten bigger through technology, it's gotten smaller through relationship. And mm-hmm. so that's what Crazy Cool Family offers is it offers an experience based relationship for parents to come to and um, and learn from and glean from those. The wisdom that we, you know, once again, from our failures and successes.
0: So what do you see as some of the issues and problems that, that families are facing right now that this kind of platform can help them with? Because well, we, maybe we've got maybe we've got some of our viewers and listeners already interested, but they're thinking, is this going to fit our situation? Yeah, I mean, I if think you
2: think about it, uh, if you read just about kids going into college, there's more anxiety, more yes. depression, more suicide. You know, used to it was drugs and alcohol and sex, and that's where still issues, don't get me wrong. But but now you're dealing with a lot more relational uh, issues that are relational breakdowns. Exactly. And so um, what we address that doesn't have to happen. Right. And it's happening to a lot of Christian homes.
1: And it start the relationships start in our home, and I think that we we forget that or we don't realize that. And I think that, like when we were growing up, the the school and the church and the community and the coaches, everybody had a part in raising the child up and creating those those mm-hmm. sound, um, confident, secure relationships to help build the child. That's not happening today anymore. Or I mean, not to bash our school systems, but where they're not on the same pages as Christian parents anymore. And the social media is again. Against us and the entertainment is coming at us and it doesn't have our same morals and values anymore. It's not, it's teaching warped relationships. And so yes. it, it, that's the family I mean, starts James, the
2: relationship. Yeah, James, wouldn't you say you deal with young people all the time compared to a decade ago, let's say, is the culture easier or harder to deal with?
0: It is so much more difficult for them to manage. The problems are, are timeless. They're the issues and problems that have happened yeah, you know, really eternally. Uh during when when the shutdown started in our school system, my youngest daughter, who's eleven and us uh she was nine, of course. Then when it started, we started watching, you know, morning television with each other at seven AM <laughs> and before she started her virtual virtual day. And Leave It to Beaver was the show that we wanted to stop oh, I <laughs> and love it. As, oh wow. I'm watching and I'm listening to this and, and, you know, they set up a problem that the kids are having every day and how the dad or mom is going to solve it. That's pretty much the premise of every show. Problem, problem. And a lot of the issues and problems are self-image that the the kids don't know. They don't know who they are yet. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, The relationship problems, those are kind of funny stuff, but it's always that or motivation. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know if I should do this. I don't know how, and I thought, these things have not changed, right? They just are manifested themselves in such different ways. And Don, I love what you said uh, that the problems are moving towards more relational problems now.
2: Yeah. And what we found is, you know, you're asking how we address that. So whether it's a young person or a parent, the the problem, the problem is solved. The outside problem is solved by the inside heart. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a parent, You know, what we tell our parents, for example, is, is the best thing you can do for your family is to present them the healthiest version of you. That we get healthy first as parents, then we, then we can build a healthy family that we work on the inside, on the hearts of our kids, so that they can go conquer the world outside. You know, so often the parents want to control the outside. They don't want to work on themselves first, and they don't, certainly don't want to work on the heart of their kids. They want to work on, you know, that, you know that teacher messes up, that parent's going to go fight the teacher, not help the kid deal with the issue. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, my dad and mom would never have done that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You were the the
0: problem. There was an issue. It was my issue. It wasn't because, you know, Miss Adams or Mr. (laughs) Hall had a problem. It was me.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and, and, and so, um, so often if we, what we tell parents a lot is that if we'll build it right on the inside, we'll face anything on the outside. Right. And, and we equip our kids to go into the world. And Suzanne makes a statement that we say that when the kids come in, our job as parents is to wash the world off of them so that they can go out inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, that in, instead many times for parenting, even in Christian homes, the home's the worst place a kid's coming to because he's gonna be he or she's gonna be criticized the most. He or she's not gonna be communicated with because the parents busy or they all they can do is right. lecture them on what's not right in their lives. And we just try to flip that in parents. We call it rethinking the way you do parenting and rethinking the way you do family because if if we can get that parent to become more encouraging, more inspiring, more instead of more lecturing and distant. It's amazing what happens, in, and, and the kids are crying out for it. Right. You know, you might, I mean, Suzanne was at a Christian school for five years, talking to teenage girls. Tell them about your experience there.
1: Well, so so many times the girls would come into my my office and they would share this with me. And I would say, are you talking to your mom about this? And they said, I would never talk to my mom about this. Mm-hmm. I would never share this with my parents. And that was foreign to me because I had the relationship with my mom that I could talk to her. And I had a relationship with my daughters that I was talking to them. And I said, help me understand why that is. And they said, because I would get in trouble. I would get grounded. They would be mad at me. I would disappoint them. They would be sad. They would wish I wasn't their kid. I mean, the sentences went on and on and on. About their identity and who they thought they were. And it wasn't coming from, it wasn't a positive thing coming from their parents. And so we I had to flip that. There was one time that I was talking to a girl, or I was actually talking to the mom, and the mom was sharing with me her beliefs about God and and how she was sharing that with her daughter. And then when I talked, when I talked to pulled the daughter in to try to bridge the relationship, the daughter said, I don't want to believe in the God that my mom is Ooh. basically showing me because that is a harsh, mean, hateful. God. And I just started bawling. And I said, believe in my God. (laughs) Believe in the God that loves you and that accepts you and knit you together in your mother's womb and has a purpose and a plan and a direction for you. That she, My God sees you as a a daughter of the Most High King. And And James,
2: if you were to ask so many parents that we talk to all the time, hey, did you know you're doing that to your kid? They'll be like, no, I love my kid. I want the best for Mm -hmm. my kid. And so really, we're not we don't tell parents to work harder at parenting. The parents we're dealing with, most of them are very engaged and they love their kids. Right. It's really a matter of rethinking the way, just like God asks us to rethink the way we do life. We ask parents to rethink the way they do parenting. And well, so the, with
1: Parents, they just, they do what they've known. They do how they were parented. They, they do what they think is best. And it's, we, we go after, as parents, we go after the behavior, the outward appearance. And so we need to go after the the inward, you know, like David, that you know, God yeah. went after his heart. That's what right. we're talking about when we say rethink.
2: Is that making sense to you? I mean, <laughs> uh, you we're, talking.
0: We're, we're talking. About I mean,
2: so passionate. Passionate. Yes. <laughs> so, so, point us
0: in the direction. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's making yeah. sense. I've got notes here. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not doodling, guys. I'm actually <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And, how do not get these people to shut up okay
0: no, <laughs> no it's like this was i can't think of this is hashtagable you know yeah <laughs> uh, it's uh, the outside problems are solved by the inside of the heart oh that one that one is like wow that's mm, that's so okay go ahead i'm sorry no no you go you go well i was gonna say so now we've got some listeners viewers Okay, they've heard the little intro. Now they see a need for it. What's what's uh, what's Space Camp going to give them?
2: Well, and I want to talk yeah. to the young people first. Oh yes, and, and say you know we'll talk to parents in a minute because that's the heart of our ministry. But young people think, oh, I can't have an influence on my family, and I'm like, wrong, buddy. You know, you can have a huge influence on your family. By you being, are you are having
1: an influence, whether you what it would just mm-hmm. depends on what kind of influence you want to have. So have a
2: good one. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he has a he has a son. So he second wife, so and the his new wife and the and the ex wife just hated each other. I mean, absolutely hated each other. And so the um, the the kid from the first marriage, the son, goes to his stepmom and says, uh, hey mom, can you do me a favor? And uh the mom says the stepmom says, sure, anything. He goes, um, uh, would you be nice to my mom? Wow. He, he goes, uh he goes, I don't know if she can do it, but I think you can. Mm-hmm. And and she's like and she just starts bawling. I mean thinking about how wow. the impact Called out of, by of, kid. of her <laughs> wow. relationship was impacting her stepson, yeah. and so she goes and sets a meeting up with the ex-wife, and the ex-wife is just ready for bear when she meets mm-hmm. her. She goes to the ex-wife and says, "I'm so sorry. Would you forgive me for all the things I've done to make to damage this relationship? I'd like to start fresh." And uh, of course, then the ex-wife starts bawling, and <laughs> and they now they're good buddies. And they have a great relationship, and not only that, the the stepmom, my friends, tells me it really catapulted her relationship with God because mm-hmm. the because she saw God heal a relationship, she saw the work of God. So young people, you don't think I mean, just by going in and honoring your parents, right. even though they're difficult and they're not listening to you or they're mm-hmm. telling you When you go in and you do the right things and you're sharing your heart with them. And you're being nice to your brother and sister. You know, one of the things we talk about at Crazy Cool Family a lot is siblings as best friends. When you honor that younger brother or sister you have or you respect your older brother or sister, huge impact. So it's not just parents we're talking to today.
1: Well, I think that young people underestimate. I think that you guys maybe underestimate the influence and the power that you do have with your parents. I know we have a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old in our house, and I'm I'm asking for their advice all the time because this world that I live in, this technological world is foreign to me, but but they are this is their home. This is what they've grown up in. And so I value their opinion. And so don't young people don't underestimate your parents need for you, you know, and your, and your input, they value it.
2: Absolutely. And they want you people just as much as you want you do, They do. Yeah.
1: yeah. I want to be relevant. Cool
0: I, <laughs> I, I can testify to that as well. Years ago, we, we laid down what our family values were or our family was about our mission. So that any decisions that we had to face, we could see it. through, And we did it as a degree. There are, there are five of us. I have three kids. And the youngest one, is, is there seven years difference between number two and three. She was probably four at the time. I think she was four. Wow. The input that she gave as we were starting to define who we were as a family was shocking to me and overwhelming to me. I would listen to her, and then I would look over at her brother and sister, and first they would be like, what? Where is that coming from? How does she yeah. know that? And then it up the ante for them was like, well, I'm not let the four-year-old. You know, here I am. I'm fourteen. You know, the oldest. I'm fourteen. I should be providing more input than this. And so the four, you know, she was impacting. And then another way to testify is that uh, my son graduated in in the spring, and with every all the shutdowns and stuff, you can imagine what his last year and a half was of school. Missing wow. out on so many things. So his first semester. Of his college experience this past fall was less than what he wanted it to be. It was right. not as successful. I think, I think he would admit I was not at all where it was close. And he was, you could say, t- withdrawn It was not working. And and uh, so over Christmas we were trying to come up with some strategies to to try to figure out how to work with that. He was staying at home and going to to local school because you know we just he just wasn't ready for that kind of transition. And I can go in that whole thing about how youth are just not at that, that particular age, especially that age, Yeah. The ones who have just graduated are not prepared for that transition because they are not having those little things happen to them. But his older sister who who just who graduated college a semester early, who had just graduated, I said, well, would you mind having an academic coach? And he was like, okay, who's dad going to hire? I was like, I'm going to hire your sister if you'll let her. So I'm gonna pay her. I'm gonna lay Brilliant. down the stipulations with her. This is what I expect Brilliant. from the person I'm mm-hmm. hiring, and then you two work it out. Don Suzanne. He went from struggling to really? be top of his class. He is making outstanding age. She is on him consistently. But they have such a they when they were younger. They used to say they're three years apart. They used to say they were each other's best friends, even when they were middle school and high school. So it works now. As they uh, are, and she's able to pull out of him stuff that my wife and I, I don't think we're absolutely going to do that with, yes. absolutely. yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean,
2: we, you know, one of the things we talk about so at Crazy School Family is is how to teach your siblings to invest in each other instead of fighting mm-hmm. each other.
1: Yes, exactly. exactly. they're best friends.
2: Yeah, and when when they invest in each other and when they um, uh, look out for each other, they do things parents can't even touch. You know, and and that's one of the benefits of having a large family is, and especially we've seen our daughters just so invest in our younger sons, and even though there's big age difference, uh, because and you did the same thing, James, is and that's one of the things that we want to teach parents is you create this culture
1: right.
2: of where that's the norm, that's yes. what they know. We don't, you know, um one of the things Suzanne came up with years ago is the Manning name, and because you're Manning you do these things because you're a Manning, you don't do these things and you elevate them to a higher purpose. And one of the things Manning's don't do is they don't fight with their siblings, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and not only do we not do that, but we invest in our siblings and and you create that you've done it too. You create that culture and it's so possible. Parents are talking to us all the time. My kids keep fighting all the time. I'm like, great. You got the power to change that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And th- I mean, they still argue, they do all that kind of stuff, which is normal. I mean, I'm not, it's nothing ever gotten out of hand with any of them and, but she's having a m- much deeper impact on him. And and the oldest is really, and I've, I've been telling her for the last couple of years, you set the tone right. for these three right. and you have a greater impact on them right now, especially the youngest one, there's 10 years difference, mm-hmm. you know, in the girls. So, you know, well, and, and so often parents she idolizes well, her older sister, so
2: the younger. Yeah, and so often sure. parents today are like, "I don't want to put that responsibility on my kid," yeah. but you know what? When they have purpose, they right. have life. And yeah. so, when you, and what happens in a lot of families is there's no purpose in family, and so what do kids do? They get bored, they fight, they do all the things. But when you flip it to oh, you know, we tell our we tell our older kids all the time that. Other than mom and dad, you will have more influence in the life of your younger sibling than anybody else in the world. What are you going to do with that influence? Do, do you want to hurt them? No, I love them. I want them to be. Do you want them to be lack confidence? Do you want them to know? OK, then if you want that, what are you going to do to invest in it? And then that flips their thinking to where they want to do and they want to help.
1: James, I love it. I love, love, love it that you saw the the problem with your son and that you looked within Mm -hmm. your family to find a solution. That you used a relationship that was already built, that was already solid, somebody that he would trust, and that you even chose to use resources instead of going outside the family. Well, that is necessary at times. There's experts it out is. there that we need. I mean, for sure, but your first step was within your family. And that you even compensated her for that so that right. she saw it as this is a real live job. This is a real life opportunity for me to invest in my brother, but I'm also being held accountable by a paycheck. So there's so Many things that are brilliant about that, yeah, like absolutely. well done. Yeah. I mean, that. I is even great. gave her
0: incentives if he reached certain benchmarks. <laughs> wow. said, if he does this, you get this kind of bonus yeah. and this kind of bonus. So you're that, like, is, All right.
1: that is brilliant. And so just people that are, you know, you're listening out there, just listen to that and know that God is actually giving you everything you need, you know. On the for sure, it's Step one mm-hmm. within your family to help your family, heal your family, coach your family, all the things that need to happen within your family. And then if you can't make it happen, then look outside the family. So brilliant. Well done.
0: <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate Absolutely. It. Still in the middle of it, but it's looking good so far. It's yeah. Well, and, and so
2: James, you know, what would you do? And I, I think it's also, a, it brings up a great point. Sometimes we give those things to our kids and maybe it's not a, a, a a uh, mentorship lesson, but maybe it's taken out the trash or something like that. What if she fails? What if she doesn't do what she's going to do? H- how do you handle that with her?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've never had really considered it that she would fail. Um, just because of her nature. She's yeah. a very much a, I mean, she graduated top of her class was one that her outstanding senior award at her university. She, she, Meets every goal she sets, and so for her, I just needed to lay out the challenge and lay out, you know, what why she is the right person for that. If there was not success, um, it would be whether or not there there was something on his end. Are you not taking this seriously enough, Are right? You not yeah. investing in this? Did you Did were you really committing to it when you said, I will commit to doing this, or, or were you just saying? what you needed to say to get dad out of your face you know? <laughs> yeah. so that, that was it. And I, and I don't want anyone who's listening to think, Oh, you're, you're, you know, blaming one. And you know, when it's, they're working together, I just know the situation. Um, and, you know, and it might be, you know, that I would have to look and say, okay, you know, to my daughter, the, your techniques may be off. You may be handling right. it too much, There may be some things we need to tweak uh, on that. Um,
2: because she's a high achiever and if her brother doesn't respond she's going to take it back on herself thinks she's failed dad and you know things like that because high achievers tend to be perfectionists tend to do that but and he could bring failure because you know he doesn't feel like he's measuring up to to both of your expectations and one of the things we just talk about a lot is allowing your kids to fail allowing Mm -hmm. them to make the mistakes and learn from them and not you know just being a lot of the big lecturer, so that you can, um, because it just drives them further away from it.
0: So one of, and in their relationship, she he's always going to her first if he got in or too. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, okay, I got to tell mom and dad that that you know I did this. Uh, how, what do you, what should I do? Um yeah. Okay. And, and sometimes she'll say, "Well, I'll go with you," and I'm like, "Great, really? I love like, it." Yeah, I love yeah. It. and I'm like, "I'm fine with that. I, I love that." Well, that's so it.
1: another thing I want to bring up, Jen, is that it is amazing, is that you know your kids and you know their qualities, you know their strength and you know your their weaknesses. And so you've matched them. And that's what we talk about a critical family is knowing the differences and then saying, OK, you're really good at this and you're not. So let's match you guys up so you can help each other. So once again, you're knitting them together, but you're and you're and they're working on a purpose, having a project together. But what's mm-hmm. beautiful is that as the parent, we get the first opportunity. Um, opportunity. opportunity to know our kids, to know where they're, what they're good at and what they're not good at and how to build that up and and what are the best ways to build that up. And so I love it that you even saw that with those two and said, okay, you're failing here, but you're, you were actually a huge success here. So let's match you guys up. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. We had a daughter
1: that was a perfectionist and we couldn't come down hard on her at all. We couldn't punish her. We couldn't, because she was Mm -hmm. so hard on herself. And so we had to know that. And so as parents, you have to know what your kids are good at. If they're achiever, if they're a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. if they're a procrastinator, what do you do with that child? I mean, knowing that, Oh, that's where they're, where they're coming from. How do you parent that?
0: Mm. So so much about, Understanding the the personalities and mindset is is such a, a asset to to be able to parent effectively. Uh, but it's not necessary, you know. No, folks, you <laughs> have to do a deep dive into it. But it is such an asset to it. So, if if someone were to sign up for for crazy cool, go through the base camp. What what are they going to receive? What did they what did they get there? What are
2: uh, Yeah, so Basecamp, uh, it's really simple to sign up. It's just basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. And um, they go in and immediately what we direct them to, there's a video when they start out that gives them some instructions on how to get the most out of Basecamp. But really, in in a nutshell, in, in 30 seconds, we have some core courses. If somebody gets our book and they see how we build, how we show them how to build a family, that really is in our core courses. And what's a course? a course is a series of videos so each course there's 10 core courses in Mm -hmm. Basecamp. they each have four to nine videos that are 10 to 20 minutes each video so you can go through a course in about this time you would go through a movie you know um it's they're going to be you know maybe 90 to 120 minutes total for each course now we don't some people like to watch it all the way through we like Kind of dripping it into people, one video at a time, because so then they
1: can do it. You know, act. Yeah, because each
2: video has a key influence. principle. You know, that they're going to take with them, and we're we're building a framework. We're we're rehelping them rethink. So those ten core courses are there, and and the cool deal about the member. Think of a membership site. A lot of people don't know what it is just think of Netflix, except we have parenting material on there instead of having, you know, whatever, Yellowstone or whatever the show is, or <laughs> This Is Us or whatever, you know, show that they're watching right now. And um, and and then we also have other, the cool thing about a membership site too is outside of our core courses, we can put, we can always build a con other content in there. So we have parenting videos that answer common parenting questions. We have outside resources. We have all our podcast in there and things like that so Basecamp is it's designed to be a place where they can come and just about any kind of parenting advice they want or whatever but really we direct them to those core courses because that's going to be it's kind of like going to class and building a a class on how you do family and and that framework to give you the, the way to lead your family does that make sense
0: yeah, it makes good sense. So you talked about some of the core courses. And when I was going through uh, part base camp, I'm just at the beginning with, I started noticing uh, that you'd organize things with good memorable numbers, you know, two, three, five. And you right. talk, the very first thing you share with us is your two keywords words is kind of the framework for the entire entire course. Share with, with our audience what that is and how you came up with those. And I love it. I love the way it was done.
2: Yeah. Um, so (laughs) our two keywords are relationships. Obviously that first one is it's all about relationships. In fact, the vision of Crazy Cool Family is the strength of your family, uh, will be determined, not maybe the strength of your family will be determined by the strength of your family relationships. And so relationships are key. And it's not because we said so, like we said the first, it's because Jesus said so. Jesus said love and love means relationship. And so we we found that relationships are just central to family. And, but in order to build relationships, the how of building relationships is building a family culture. And we chose that word for a very specific reason. People think about um, how the atmosphere of the home or how a home feels that's yeah. culture. And a lot of a lot of people in business understand it because we talk about business culture. And we, we talk about different. What we found was, is that when we build the, think of it like a greenhouse. If we build a greenhouse, we have the right, right water, the right light, the right soil, the right conditions yeah. within our home. The, the plant's going to grow. It just can't help but grow. It's the way God made it. And it's the same thing that happens in our home. When we create the right culture in our home. Relationships can flourish. And when the end, and that's part of that building the inside, because when we build those relationships, our kids are able to go conquer the world. I mean, for example, we were just talking about with you, you know your kid. And so if you know your kid, then you know what they're doing out in the world and you can help coach them on it. If there's a distance between you and your child, you don't know. And there's a lot of lying, there's a lot of misbehaving, and a lot of things. And the kid's going out and getting advice from all his peers instead of his parents and making bad decisions. That's
0: true. Oh.
2: So, <laughs> so, so, relationships forward, and culture. Relationships and culture and then everything we do breaks down from that. You talk about our numbers. Well, we break that down into three key commitments that are, and the only reason there's three instead of two is because we elevate the parents relationship with God. Okay. And what we found was is over time we found that when parents are following Jesus, and like you said, they understand their identity, understand who they are, that they're loved by God. Then that is the primary way that the parent will influence the family. When we had, when we wrote our book, uh, we asked our kids first. We said, "What should we write? What's the what's the thing? What do we do right as parents? What should we right. tell people?" And they said, "You walked with Jesus and you talked about it with us." That's the first thing they said. That we, sh- we were transparent with our relationship with God, age appropriate, of course, but we we just shared our life with them and we gave them what we talk about at Crazy Cold Family a lot is we gave them a Jesus that's worth following. Ooh.
1: And so our three commitments are pursue God, build relationships and create culture. And so, as a, as a family or as parents, as we focus on God, we focus on the relationships, and we build the culture in our home. Then we make a we create a a place where you've got children that love each other, they love us, they love God. Um, they're per, they're they're pursuing Jesus, they're pursuing us, they're pursuing each other, and that's what that's what so, we want. and
2: and we started building that like twenty years ago. And, and the cool thing about Crazy Cool Family is, and the way God's designed it, is anyone can win. Anyone okay. can win a family. But, you know, it's, it's been funny to us, not funny, good in a way, but I mean, good in a very good way, because our sons-in-law, so we have four sons-in-laws now. And they come into our house, each one of them has come into our house from a dating, you know, uh, relationship. And they come in, they go. Man, you guys are weird. You guys are, you guys are so weird. I mean, we don't I've yes, never yes we are. I've never seen this before. How we come into the house and you know everybody gets along, everybody's for each other, you know, and, and it really is crazy. And they love it. They love coming into our home because they see an environment that's been cultivated. And that's what we teach parents to do. And it's what we learn to do from the people before us is how do you cultivate that greenhouse, that culture in your home and make those relationships flourish? That's what we teach at Crazy Cool Family. That's what that's, all the courses are about.
0: That's one of, our, was one of the goals that my wife and I had, especially when we moved to this house 15, 16 years ago, is that we wanted to make it a place that our kids' friends wanted to come because it was a fun place. And I remember... Uh, our oldest, who's now graduated college, but when she was in high school, the high school was less than a mile from here. They would break for lunch, you know, let seniors go for lunch. Mm-hmm. One her friends sometimes would show up at our house without my daughter. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> good. And we were like, there was one of them named Cindy. She would just show up and go, hey, how you doing? Go straight to the refrigerator. And we were like, <laughs> whatever you want. you know, yeah. else. I I just loved it, you know, that the yeah. fact that she – there was an atmosphere created here that she felt comfortable and that she felt, you know, okay with us. And, and that uh, she still, you know, treats us in, as, as part of her extended family, that, that we could have uh, be like that. And my yeah. son has that kind of relationship with several friends where they go and spend a night with each other a lot. And, mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah, that's beautiful. That's what we call it. We call it a safe haven, you know, a place where the child feels listened to, where they can talk. Where they can, we can will respond to them um, in a safe way and not yelling and screaming and lectures and all of that stuff. And so that's one of the the courses in base camp. Yeah, it really
2: is just about trying to help. That's what's um, it really is like a discipleship course for family. If you think about, you know, if you if somebody came to you and said, "I want to follow Jesus," you'd say, "Okay, let's talk about salvation." But then you're going to take them through steps. Okay, let's talk about being humble. Let's talk about giving. Let's talk about you know all the different aspects. How about forgiveness? Let's talk about generosity. All the things that they need to be discipled on. Well, okay. so what we do at Crazy Cool Families we bring them in. and We say, okay, family's about relationships. If you, it, family's about connection. Family's about love. If you believe that, that's the core. That's that's the salvation, if you will. I don't want to compare it to Jesus, but I mean, <laughs> that, but you know, then once you once you believe that. And, and then we could start walking you through. this is how it walks out. This is how it plays out and it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. but but it's it's like Jesus, it's simple because he's simple, but it's so profound in how you implement it in your life and in your family life.
0: I, I, I love this concept. I love what you're doing. The family is is what God established everything to be built off of. It's really the first institution He created. And it was. it wasn't It wasn't in government, it wasn't uh, business, it wasn't jobs, it was the family was first. Yeah. Uh, and that's where everything, the socialization, the building, the building and character is supposed to take place. And somehow or another, at least in the last 50 years, we seem to have decided we need to delegate that out to other people.
2: Uh, right. right.
0: And even, and you know, he built the family before he built the church. And so I think a, a concept that families need to understand, that parents need to understand is, Things that are supposed to happen to your child about spiritual days are supposed to happen family first, not all the time on a Sunday morning or out there. It's supposed to happen here. Right. uh, Before it happens there or be, you know, that's supposed to reinforce what you're teaching, not necessarily the other way around.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Which I get weird looks from people
0: when I say that. No,
1: (laughs) we, no, we we tell parents all the time you get to do this. It's a privilege. It's it's a gift that God has given us. God has handpicked you Mm -hmm. to be the mother and father for those children. He has uniquely designed and created you to call out the things that he has put in your children. You're the ones that get to do that, not have to do that, not must do that, but get to do that. And when we look at things like that, it's like,
2: yeah, 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 we, we, we talk to a lot of beat up parents. I mean, not only do we talk to a lot of beat up young people, but a lot of beat up because they they don't think they're doing enough or, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're achievers. And they think that he, and we're and and they don't think that they're equipped or they don't think they or, you know, oh, you don't know my past or whatever. Well, yeah, like, oh. they're
1: taking their kids' failures on as their yeah. own failures. And so,
2: James, sometimes I tell parents, I say, do you think God's surprised up there? You woke up one day and he went, oh, my, oh my goodness, I can't believe I put James in that family. I messed you know, up. Wow,
0: gosh. I yeah. thought he would do better than We're that. You know? Yeah. you
2: know, we just so messed Your,
0: your up. scripts are surprising me. I've never seen <laughs> this before with anyone else. Yeah.
2: yeah, but, you know, God's not surprised. He literally handpicked yeah. the mom and dad for the family. He handpicked the kids that he gave that parent, those parents. For mm-hmm. so, the parents, yeah. I believe,
1: actually, mm-hmm. to to mold us and, and sharpen us. Yeah. And
2: so all we have to do is walk in what God has for us. And, and one of our biggest jobs, and even with young people, we're like, hey, young people are like, hey, mom and dad, y'all need to go watch Cool Family <laughs> because <laughs> you know, it'll help you. Because they the young people see it. They see the issues, you know. The parents try to hide and they try to, oh, I'm going to be this way, and you know, and try to make it seem better than they are. And we're like, kids see right through you, you know, right. it's it's going it, to, and so um, how do we, one of the things we have to do a lot, and even for ourselves, is encourage parents. You can do this. You're doing it. You're and,
1: winning a lot. Yeah. And yeah.
2: Learn and shift, but you're, uh, you know, watch God go to work is what I, is what I say a lot.
0: I, I was talking to uh in, interviewing some people who had written a book about the mindset of youth that their teenager was not crazy. And one of the concepts they talked about that uh, uh, parents need to understand is the concept of and. You did some, you did some great things and you did some things not so great. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. That if it was done with the right heart, if you were done out of love, those things that maybe were not so great are, are, are not going detrimentally. You know, they can be forgiven. They can be work through, they can be helped with. It's when those bad things are done, not from a heart of love, but they're when they're vicious and and and, and not from a coming from a good place that, that you have problems that may need to have some deeper yeah. study done with.
2: Versus using the word, but, because when you say you did some good things, but you did these yeah. things, now all they hear is the negative.
0: Yeah.
2: See, now, I'm I'm add,
0: be- now you've added a whole new thing to that thing. I was really excited about the and, I was, and now the butt with it is giving me a whole new thing to go. write about as well.
2: Actually, I got that from another book that, um, that said that, and it was really impactful to me because so often I, you know, we talk to parents about, man, that was a great hit you had. But if you would have just swung harder, you would have hit it even further. But mm-hmm. what did the kid hear? They didn't hear encouraging words. The, parents thinks they, thinks, the parent thinks they said something encouraging. The kid heard, I didn't do it enough. And, and you know stuff like that and, and when we just flip it a little bit, we, you know encourage without um without any kind of uh, of of um what's the word I'm looking for um qualification. yeah, you know, just encourage hey, that was an awesome hit. period yeah you know and and then watch your kid's eyes on that. and you do that over and over, and all of a sudden your kid's inspired and the kid thinks he can you know, my son, my 21 year old son is. You know, I coached in a basketball. 22 oh, yesterday. 22. That's right. He's 22. <laughs> they keep changing. They keep growing up. Each but,
1: year, their age changes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he, he remembers when I coached him, and I, I would tell him on the basketball court, I said, "That boy cannot stop you." All you got to do is take it to the basket on him. You can choose not to, but he can't hold you. And he's like, "Dad, I don't know whether that was true or not, but but boy, you, you said, you said it. it. I believe it." <laughs> it you know. Um, so uh, so we have such impact when we encourage our kids like that.
1: Such impact, yeah.
0: And and we could talk also about how the impact of a family can have in their community. A family that that is crazy cool. Yeah. Can not only affect, you know, the, the trajectory of generations of that family, but can, you know, can spill over into other folks. It's like you're, you're a, a crazy. I can see this concept being, you know, crazy, cool families being poured into so much with such good stuff that it's got to overflow somewhere. Yeah, and it right. doesn't just overflow in one direction down the line. Maybe it overflows horizontally and it goes to the families next door and, and, and start. Well, you, know, the
2: so. you know, for the young parents that are here, they're starting to figure out. I love the fact that you said you decided on your family values. We talk about that a lot at crazy cool family. What's a value. It's what's important to you, you know? And, and so as a, when you're a young parent, you're setting direction for your family. Well, so one of the things that, you know, when I was a young parent, I was like, okay, how am I going to change the world? You know what mm-hmm. am I going to do? You know, am I going to go into politics? Am I going to do it in business? Am I going to do it, you know, in ministry or whatever? The Lord said, I-, "I never will forget this." I'm in my study and I'm probably seven to eight, ten years into my parenting, and I'm trying to figure this out. And God said, "I do not. I don't want you to do any of that as a priority." And I said, "Okay, maybe you can tell me what you want me to do." Then and, God's and like, finally, yeah. I've been trying. And, and he goes, uh, <laughs> "Yeah." And he goes, "Here's what I want you to do." I want you to go deep with me. I want you to go deep with your family and watch what I produce and then tell people about it. And that was, and I was like, wow, I had four daughters at the time. I'm like, I'm going to play a lot of Barbies. You know, I'm going (laughs) to play a lot of dogmen, but that's where God wanted me at the time. And my point is, is that when we produce godly young people, the world notices Mm -hmm. when when we when teen that's what that's what started our whole ministry is we had godly teenage girls right and people came to us and they're like okay what are you doing Mm -hmm. because I'm having all these issues and I'm not seeing them I see your child loving Jesus loving you loving their sisters We, we need to know what you're doing we're like we'll figure it out and get back to you okay and so that's what started everything that we teach today
1: Well, and that was the going back to the values that you're talking about. That was one of our values that are to raise kingdom changers, that our kids were going to go out there and they were going to they were going to be involved in in the people around them. And I mean, and it's happening. One of our daughters is on staff at a church. One of our daughters is working in the University of Arkansas as a coach. For engineering students to help them do exactly what your daughter's doing for your son, you know, our son is the chaplain of his fraternity. Mm-hmm. Our, our high school son has got to host a small group of, of teenage boys because he's got a burden for them to do the teenage years well. And so that's exactly what is as is, is, is you look at your family and you say, "What do I want?" You know, well, you, we want to send out warriors for the kingdom. We want our kids to fight the good fight to be. Fully and completely built themselves, so that they can, like you said, the overflow go out into their communities and show them the life, light, and love of Jesus. So, wow, it's working. We're doing
2: it, guys. Come on! Yeah, raising kingdom leaders is a worthwhile investment, parents. You know, if you're young and you're trying to figure out direction in life, the first thing we like, I say, God created family first. So let's let's make sure that we do it well in the house. And then we can do what goes outside.
0: Mm. Well, if, if if people are not excited after hearing this, if they're not on fire, then if they're not on fire, then their wick is wet because something. <laughs> is, <laughs> because I this is you're a, say they're wicked.
1: <laughs> well, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, it's wet, so they they got to get it. Her candle is not working here. I got it we've we've got the crazycoolfamily.com on the screen and, and it'll be in the show notes as well. How else can they connect with you guys so they can learn more about this?
1: Yeah. Instagram if you want to follow us on social media. We've got we're Facebook. We've got a Facebook community. Oh. We'd love for you to pop in on.
2: Yeah, I always say our books available on Amazon. And it's also, you can get a Kindle copy as well. You can go to Amazon, type in Chris. Listen to it.
1: That's the Chris, thing now. Listen.
2: Uh, um, well, that's the audio version. I'm talking about the Kindle version. They get electronically. Oh, oh, oh. And, and we they, don't have, audio. Uh, we don't we have, don't have audio the audio. Of the we don't bucket. have an audio version.
0: But, uh, but Kindle. Uh, you, you don't want me to read it for you in my accent? I think. It, yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah,
1: actually, we're just waiting to meet you so you could read it so we can post it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I love hey, it y'all, to, come and listen to this book I'm going to read here. You know, when, <laughs> I'm going to read. When,
2: when James, beforehand, he told us he spoke two languages other than English, Southern and sarcasm. I thought that <laughs> was really funny. Um, but, yeah, so, James, we, the book is available and um, uh, on Amazon. And just type in Crazy Cool Family Book, and you'll get, you'll you'll show it, it will show up. Uh, We also have a podcast, Crazy School Family Podcast. We're we're starting our fourth year of that. So we have 155 episodes. A lot of people like to, uh, we found with podcasts, I was just talking to my daughter, Macy, who works for me. uh, And she said uh, that people like to start podcasts at the beginning and go all the way through that's a big oh, deal because we, we were having some technological problems with our first podcast so we have all our podcasts for the last excuse minute.
1: the first ones they're yeah we <laughs> were very very green on those first yeah. ones <laughs> um so but just for a second on the podcast we're doing a series right now called fight um, yes. fight for your family and so it has been a god inspired series that we're excited about and we've got a bunch of different speakers coming on to show us how to fight spiritually how to fight for forgiveness how to fight to get god's word in your kid's heart so we're excited about that
2: so yeah we are and book podcast but what i tell people at the end right every deal if we could put you one place we put you in base camp Mm -hmm. basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com put that in the show notes for everybody but but it is it is just the place there's a number of things. Our podcasts are there. Our courses are there. We can yeah. stay connected with you. We we will email you not frequently, but some. And we will email you and inspire you and encourage you if and we ever have an yeah, yeah. If we ever have an event, we'll invite you into that. Things like that. So if if anybody goes to one place, go to basecamp.crazygoldfamily.com. Get signed up, and that would be the place to go.
0: Guys, thank you so much. This this has been a lot of fun. A lot of fun taking a lot of notes of stuff. I'm gonna to have to breeze back through and see if I can actually read my scribble because <laughs> I was trying to write down stuff at the same time and pay attention, and sometimes it, 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 I'm like, "Well, what does that word mean?" Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it'll all come to me. Uh, That's right. Before. But thank you so much for this. I, I really want to be able to help you guys share this. This. This mission. This is. Thank this you. is exciting. Uh, it, it's needed. Uh, it, it's such an important aspect. I know I know that uh, churches and even those who are non-church would benefit this tremendously in this. And and what a great resource for those who are who are not a part of a church family to to be able to have this to introduce them to a world of faith as well. So uh, as they can see the applications that God has for their family.
2: And just, James, you you know, we're super impressed with what you're doing, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a um, man training youth coaches to go and influence there's. Man, in our colleges today, there's just such a fight for thought, and there's a fight for um, how people think and believe. And um, the like I say, the culture's spinning down; it's not spinning up. And so, training warriors to go into that field to help influence people to just build their lives the way God would want them to is super cool. And just finally, with respect to churches, um, if anybody wants, they can we have an email. They can email me at Don at crazycoolfamily.com um, And if they want to connect us with their church, we do a lot of work with churches to help integrate with their small groups and integrate with their, you know, kind of like, a think about Dave Ramsey or something, you know, we, right. we do a lot of that type work. We're not quite as structured as Dave Ramsey is, and we haven't been doing it as long, but I mean, but we really love to connect with churches. And so if people want us to connect us with their small groups, pastor, or their, Children's leader or whatever we love to talk to churches about what we're doing
0: thank you guys and thank you again for this thing. and thank you audience for for sticking with us for being yes. on the ch- for watching and listening to us today listen someone that you know needs to hear this message so please comment share like this and let's put the word out as much as possible thank you again for joining us and we'll see you again next week on the gen Z Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. And follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.